Good morning, everybody. This is Marty Duran with the Fourth State Drive Time, coming to you live from a very rainy I-40. East of Nashville last night, we received approximately 279 inches of rain and a quarter million pounds of hail. It was a uh, it was a nasty 30 minutes in the middle of the night. So it's good to be with you with a non-cracked windshield on my car. It is Wednesday, May the. Uh, I think it's the 11th. Good to be with you. The Fourth State Drive Time is brought to you by Suit Up by Philip Larson. Great book for the graduate on your list. Check it out at philiplarson.com. P-H-I-L-L-I-P-L-A-R-S-E-N.com. Questions and answers and great discussion for some of the challenges that your student will be facing when he or she goes off to college or technical school or enters straight into the working world. Check it out at philiplarson.com. Big news this morning. Bernie Sanders wins the West Virginia primary or caucus or whatever it is they're having up there or had up there yesterday. Donald Trump takes West Virginia and Nebraska which I suppose would be a formality since he's the only one officially running anymore on the Republican side. Interesting in the statistics, though, as you break down the voting totals, in West Virginia, Bernie Sanders took 51% of the vote. This is with about 94 or 96% of the precincts reporting, so don't look for any big changes. Bernie Sanders took 51% of the vote on the Democratic side, and Hillary Clinton took 36% of the vote. So if you total those together, that's 87%. What happened to the other 13%? This is not a poll. There's no margin of error. Who are the other 13% of the Democratic primary voters voting for? There are in some of these states, and I think West Virginia is one, uh, local elections. So in every county you had, you know, sheriffs and clerks and all those kinds of things running. Is it Is it safe to say that 13% of the voters just chose not to vote for the presidential ticket? Were there other Democratic possibilities? Did they write in none of the above? Did they write in their best friend's name or Steamboat Willie? Or, I mean, um, that's interesting to me that 13% of West Virginia Democratic primary voters apparently did not vote for either Sanders or Clinton. I guess there's other explanations. That's what comes immediately to my mind. And it's kind of the same for Donald Trump. In West Virginia, for instance, Donald Trump took 77% of the vote. So he's the only candidate still running, and he took 77% of the vote. And I suppose that there are absentee ballots that are counted. I don't know how that works in uh, primaries in every state, but let's suppose that there were some. Even if you add in... John Kasich's total and Ted Cruz's totals, where people still voted for them in the primary, there were still 7% that are not accounted for. Now, if we grant that those all that all of those are early voting people, or uh, not just early voting, but uh, well early, and that their votes were for people who were still in the race at the time, how early did you have to vote in West Virginia? to still be voting for Carly Fiorina or Chris Christie. Uh, In most cases where there is early voting, the early voting is a month out. It's six weeks out. It's not six months out. 
So uh, I looked this morning and could not find any breakdown on those other totals. Um, on the Democratic side, it, it would hardly be an, an answer. Uh, it's been Clinton and Sanders for so long that nobody voted for Jim Webb, even if they did vote earlier, vote absentee. So um, that brings us to another uh, article in The Atlantic that uh, asks the question, is the lead as big as it appears, or is the difference as big as it appears? Uh, PPP did a recent national poll. Now, you may recognize them. They're a uh, very left-leaning polling firm that usually throws in some kind of crazy question uh, the last time they asked Democratic and Republican voters if they were for the bombing of a fictional but Middle Eastern-sounding town that was actually the hometown of Aladdin in the movie. And uh, about a third of Republicans said that they were for it, and about a quarter of Democrats, or maybe a fifth of Democrats, said that they were for bombing this fictional town. Uh, So PPP is a firm, and they did a poll that shows Hillary Clinton at 42% and Donald Trump at 38%. I think on this particular poll, that might have been just outside the margin of error. But if it was, it was not much. But again, if you add 42 and 38, you come up with 80%, which means that 20% of the people surveyed uh, have either not yet made up their mind or have made up their mind not to vote for Clinton or Trump. Now, I expect uh, that 20% to fluctuate between now and November. But if a a strong off-party candidate, a third-party candidate, comes on the scene... Uh, And the most likely one to get national attention at this juncture would be the Libertarian candidate because they are on the ballot in all 50 states. They've had someone running in the last several elections. Um, Gary Johnson has made some amount of noise with a lawsuit against the Presidential Commission on Debates. And um, so there is the possibility that some of those people would go to the Libertarian Party. Uh, I did read... No, no, uh, no citation here, but I did read <clears throat> that uh, the amount of search in search engine results for Libertarian Party, Constitution Party, and other third parties soared uh, after Ted Cruz and John Kasich dropped out of the Republican uh, race. And so <clears throat> it will be interesting to see what happens to those 20%. Will it increase? Will it decrease? This is falling right along the line of what most people say is true about voters in the United States right now. There are about 40% that are going to vote Democratic every time, of about 40% that are going to vote Republican every time, and then you have 20% of independents or uncommitteds that actually make up the election. They decide the election every four years, and so that's seemingly playing out, at least in this early stage today. And of course... After the Democratic primary, uh, Hillary Clinton, the uh, unless Bernie Sanders stages a monumental comeback, uh, whoever the candidate is will receive a bump because they get free airtime and everybody thinks they're the greatest thing in town. And it'll remain that way typically until the Republican convention when they get free airtime and then everybody thinks they're the greatest thing in town. And then they slog it out all the way through November. So that's, that's the typical way that it happens. My son-in-law posted something interesting on uh, his Facebook last night. Oh, before I leave the polling thing, uh, Quinnipiac also did a poll, 
but it was only three states, and they are uh, predominantly, the voters in those three states were predominantly white voters, and uh, the, the results then should be a little bit tainted, but I think they showed Clinton in the lead in two of those states and Trump in the lead in one of those states, if I remember correctly. Uh, but anyway, I didn't uh, think I didn't give it a lot of credence because it was only a three-state poll, and one of the states I think was actually within the margin of error. So back to my son-in-law, put on Facebook last night that he had an engagement with a uh, pollster, a campaign pollster, political operative, if you will, and was asked the question for the upcoming general election: Do you plan to vote for the Democratic candidate? or for the Republican candidate, and if you do not plan to vote for the Democratic candidate or Republican candidate, then please choose, I'm not going to vote. Okay, so the choices were Democrat, Republican, or I plan not to vote. Now, I, he didn't say who was who was uh, behind the uh, this particular po- question whether it was a phone call or whether it was a in-person on the street type of thing, sidewalk. <clears throat> but I did think it. Uh, th- this is quite clearly either a Democratic deal or a Republican deal, and they're certainly not interested in the rise of any third party or any independent candidate that, uh, that might upset their precarious little grasp for power that happens every two years. So... More and more interesting, uh, even as it looks like there will not be contested conventions on either side, the Democrats or Republicans. Uh, it almost certainly won't be a contested convention from the Libertarians, although they have three candidates, Austin Peterson, John McAfee, and Gary Johnson. The Constitution Party announced its ticket, uh, I think this was the end of last week or over the weekend, and um, i do not remember the man's name who's at the top of the ticket, but his website is up, and if you just Google Constitution Party Presidential 2016, you can read all about him and the ticket for the Constitution Party. The Constitution Party is one of the larger parties in the United States. In fact, it may actually be the fourth largest party uh, or fifth behind the Green Party, but it is one of those who uh, who has qualified or which has qualified on uh, in most of the states, if not all of the states in the Union. So it has been around for a while and been slogging away and uh, making some progress in getting known. So check them out. Green Party's still out there. The New Whig Party is still out there. Uh, there are numbers and numbers of other parties that you can review. And I would especially encourage you to consider voting third party at local and state levels if you're still convinced in some way that voting third party nationally isn't a good strategy, then uh, at least consider voting third party or independent at your local and state levels and uh, work from the ground up to start breaking up the two-party monopoly that is uh, so strongly held by the uh, Democrats and the Republicans across the nation. So good to have you again, the uh, Fourth Estate Drive Time is a production of Roundtable Media Group. If you're interested in a podcast and you'd like some help with that, we'll be glad to help you out. And uh, we will soon be advertising, and you will get the benefit of that. And uh, you can email me at marty at roundtablemediagroup.com if you're interested. And uh, check us out there. Check out our other podcasts. 
that are there, Pathological Convo uh, Conversation Rules in Voto Radio, and Brand New God's Revolution. So uh, with the Fourth State, there's five in the stable right now with more on the way. So check out roundtablemediagroup.com and tell your friends and loved ones all about it. And don't forget to subscribe to The Fourth State in iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite podcatcher. And uh, tell your friends and family members and your pastor and your third cousin all about it. And rate and review on iTunes if you get a moment. That would be that would be very, very nice and very, very helpful. Brought to you today by Suit Up by Philip Larson. Check out Suit Up. The great gift for the graduates on your list. Use the coupon code T4E podcast and save 10% on your purchase at philiplarson.com. Also, Jord at woodwatches.com. Unique, unforgettable wood watches. Check those things out and use the coupon code T4E podcast. I am wearing mine today and it is fantastical. Thanks for listening and as always, have a fantastic day.